0: and welcome to Native Stories. Native Stories exists to share the voices of those connected to the land.
1: Aloha e Havane, and thank you so much for joining us today here.
0: Aloha, I'm so happy to be here and to share in this space with you guys.
1: Thank you for meeting us here at Waikiki Beach. It's a stunning, gorgeous, beautiful day.
0: Yeah, mahala nui, it is a really beautiful day. I'm so happy to be here.
1: So you've been such a great source for inspiration, and your musical talent has reached acclaim across the world. We'd like to hear more about where you're from and how your origins came to be.
0: Well, mm. um, to you and to everybody here listening. o māuna o aina my name is Havane, my mountain is Mauna Kea, my river is Kwakwaho, and Pukapu is the land that raised me. So, you know, this is the the depth of where I come from is really nestled in the poli of Mauna Awa Kea. This is the grounding space from, you know, where we grow and where our mo'oku'auhau comes from. And so that's where a lot of my personal inspiration comes from in music and in, in life as a kia'i. It comes from the land that, that raised me and the family that raised me.
1: And tell us more about that land and that family that raised you, please.
0: Of course. And so my mom is Puak Case and my stepdad is Kalani Flores, And our genealogy, our lineage, goes back up to the Kohala Mountains, into the Avini Valley, and then down into Waimea. And so my mom was raised with Parker Ranch, you know, country life. And, you know... To her passion has always been hula, and and singing, and so she brought me into this world in the same way. My first dance was her moving my hands to pūpū hinu hinu, and she sang to me while I was in creation. And so, I just give a lot of thanks to my mother for for singing me into this world and chanting me into this world and. And really raising me in that space, full of um, connection to to everything through the lens of hula, and and through you know growing up around the va'a, you know, I was alive during that time. You know, she brought me around makali'i, and. She was in full creation of telling the story of Makali'i's birth and the voyages of Makali'i. And it was that journey that really brought me to, to a space of connectivity with the ocean, with what protocol means, with what um, honoring land and people through oli and through song really means. I like really, really mahalo the Makali'i Ohana for raising me and so many others in that way in protocol. That's where I really learned protocol was with Makali'i and being the land crew while the yeah. the crews would go out and, and voyage and so it's really from that space and that particular Vahi of Waimea and and the Ohanan community there. All of this to connecting through music, connecting to people through singing and melding voices and experiences together. That's where that comes from for me. And and so I just love my my homeland. I, I love my family and community so much.
1: I think yeah. that's beautiful how voyaging culture was uh, kind of the beginning or origin of your own voyage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so tell me more about how you transitioned from, let's say, a voyaging culture to a Mauna culture. Mm-hmm. Were those inclusive of each other or was that kind of like a another direction that your family took?
0: You know, it's all for me. When I look back onto my childhood, it's. All together, yep. you know, from the Mauna to the sea, because it's just like that chant, Malala Ka'u," from the Queen Emma songbook. You know, it brings me back to this Oli. And it's an oli that we have taught widely, and it's Malala Maika'u, and it talks about the different districts being different parts of the va'a, and Mauna Kea is the sealant of that va'a. And so it's all interconnected, you know, from the top of the mountain to the deepest part of the sea. And where I was raised in Waimea, raised right in the face of the Mauna, so raised really by the the cold that comes down from the mountain winds and that keep rain all connected to the to the cold of the maunam and so being raised there and knowing that our water comes from there this is the whole connection back to aina as kupuna and knowing how to take care of aina like we take care of our elders and These chants teach us that. These songs teach us that. Everything passed down from our kupuna till now, what was saved, teach us that. And so for my family, a hula lineage and connected to the va'a, it's all about knowing what's that beacon that connects all of these things, and that is mauna kea. And so for us, we began this journey when my sister saw ma'oi Nea when we went to the rain rock in Waimea called Mana'ua. And she was nine years old and she looked at that rock and she saw the spirit of Ma'oi Na'nea and Ma'oi Na'nea asked our family to try one more time to protect the Mauna from the huge destruction that would come to the summit. And she listened and she told my mom, and that is how we made our way into this journey for the past 10 years, came from spirit world, you know, came from the kupuna. And, and that has led this journey and guided this journey for us through the court system, to contested case hearings, through the Supreme Court twice, through the frontline stand in 2015, all of that led up to where we are now, and especially in our own family, the growth and the the closeness that we have comes really from the Mauna, bringing us together in, in such a sacred way. And so for me in music, my journey started a few years before the TMT was even introduced to our community. Um, I was second year Hawaiian language, stumbling through, you know, trying to learn, but feeling so inspired and so connected. And I remember that moment when I listened to the first story that I could understand Maka'olara Hawaii. And I could understand it all the way through. And it was told to me, And and it's a story of Kukuhaula and Poliahu, the love story of why our mountain turns red, pink, and orange and purple at sunrise and sunset. That story was that like moment where it's just like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, like I get it. I wanted to remember that story, and so that's when I began to to sing and to to play the ukulele, like I just got up one day and it was just like this iini, like this desire I felt in my whole body to pick up the ukulele and then open that, you know, famous blue book with all of the chords and start learning chords and start writing my own music. And it came from a story from the Mauna. And I woke up every single day before sunrise and I went out to Mana Road and would sing that song. And I would remember that story every single day. And then I just started my own deep connection to the to the goddesses of the Mauna. And that's when I wrote Poli'ahu Ike Kapu. Because I wanted to have my own relationship to Poli'ahu through her elemental forms, through her storied forms. Because for me, music and chant and hula, it's all about telling the stories in the way that we feel them. And so Poli Ahui kapu. that song to me the way I sing it, the way the melody came through, it's what she sounds like to me. The first song I ever wrote about Kuka Haula, that's what the love story sounds like to me. And so we all remember things in different ways and express this this learning in different ways and that's really what music has become for me it's a storyteller and a keeper of knowledge a keeper of experiences and what i recognized when you know i started singing these songs more and more out in the community is that these songs become a container like a vessel of the energy that that is in the room or in the space or on the land that these songs and chants are shared on and so it becomes its own its own remembrance, you know? And so every time I sing it, every time I sing Together You Rise or any of the songs that my mom or I have written, all of those memories of where we have shared it comes back and comes through. And I feel like the intention becomes stronger and stronger because everyone has been a part of holding that space in these songs, which really talk about... The change and shift happening in Hawaii—that's um, what they're inspired by. They're inspired by the Mauna, inspired by the Kiai, inspired by like the, the big transformations that are happening here. That that are you know right in alignment with so many of the movements around the world that are protecting water. Like this is what it's all about. And so there's so much music coming out because it's it's a na'au pool, you know, in the best way it it really like what's happening here and what's happening in all of these movements it's giving us this fire again and so i just hope and i and i know that people are going to continue to create because years from now you know seven generations later they're going to return to these songs hopefully and hear the songs that are coming out from so many different artists that are talking about this time and I, I so hope that they'll feel it through the way that we sing it, through the way that we all, because so many people are doing this, the way that we all record it because we're recording these moments, recording energy. And I hope that they're inspired by it.
1: Well, just by listening to you, I do get all kinds of feelings, mm-hmm. feelings of awe and inspiration. Um, I do wonder how the transition from... Being so connected with the aina and your community mm-hmm. was able to take you out into the rest of the world.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, community kayaulu There, you know, we always talk about pillars, and especially right now in the mauna, that's what community is. Not just you know, in my hometown community is like the people that we connect with from all over the world that's that's becoming community we become a global community in that way and so that's what these movements have done like standing rock like the no dapple movement like the aole gmo movement all of these movements are calling for people to authentically connect to one another Because our aina, we are all connected by the the very, very ocean that we see, the currents in the ocean. The ocean connects us. The land connects us. We are not so separate from everything. And so our movements are also not separate. And so social media has been such an amazing, amazing tool because it's building these friendships and chosen family, chosen relationships that have like intention. And so the Mauna is the one that has called out to the world, has called out to all of us to show up, stand up, and speak up. So that we know what it means to have authentic connectivity to others, to ourselves. That's what Kapu Aloha does. Kapu Aloha is a firm commitment to Pono, to what is just and to what is true. And so when I think about that, you know, I always think about, you know, Kayaulu starts with you. Community starts with you. Lahui starts with you. So how are we talking to ourselves? Do we talk to ourselves like we talk to the land? Are we talking to each other like we talk to the land? Are we talking to the land in a really good way? Are we even talking to the land? Because that's the first connection. That's our first connection. And that way we can connect with other people that, are, that have their own stories, that have their own creation stories, that have their own connection to land. And we see similarities in that because they're all the same kinds of creation stories, so once you know where you're from, where your mountain is, where your river is, it's so, that right there, our mountains and our rivers, connect us to other people. And so I'm so grateful for the Mauna because the Mauna has taught us this. The Mauna has taken us to so many different other mountains around the world where these songs have been sung. Prayers and, and aha ceremonies have, have been lifted on these spaces because what the Mauna has brought to us. So I'm always grateful to the land that we come from for how it has guided and led us to all of these different vahi, all of these different people that are seeking healing through learning their languages again, through singing again, chanting again, dancing again. And so what I always say, bless and mahalo those people that never stopped. Because we come from lineages where our languages were banned, our land stolen from right underneath the feet of our kupuna without their consent, the alpuni illegally annexed and taken over, and yet somebody never stopped speaking so that we could. Somebody never stopped singing so that we could, never stopped dancing so that we could, and never stopped showing up for Aina, Aloha Aina, so that we could. And so many of the lineages around the world, the people around the world have that same story of the resilience that is literally passed down through generations to us. So we are the survivors, we're descendants of the survivors of that time. And so the way that we connect to each other is through the stories of Eha, the pain, and then the joy in the rise because we're still here. And so that's the most beautiful part about being able to reach out in this way and be connected to so many people around the world in this way. It's because it's a feeling, an old feeling of knowing, knowing each other through, through the resilience and through the courage and the strength that it takes to be alive at this time and do what we're doing at this time and so that's why i am thankful every single day for the mauna for this
1: wow i uh i feel like recognizing that resilience between other indigenous foundations is something that personally i can connect with that because it it's like a reminder when we do meet with uh our brothers and sisters who have shared the same sort of history and path, because mm-hmm. it becomes so apparent. Yeah. Um, maybe share with me, you know, who are some of the people mm-hmm. you were able to meet along your travels and mm-hmm. how that how that came about.
0: You know, just breathing in the gratitude of being able to sit with so many people um, on the front lines and you know, in the court systems, really standing up and showing up for their lands has been something that has been such a great teacher. And so meeting incredible women like LaDonna, LaDonna from Standing Rock, you know, she was ahead head and still is the head of Sacred Stone Camp and was one of the, the major and key elders into helping that movement move forward and a dear friend of my mother, I give thanks for that. Another woman who is just a little bit older than me and was a leader there is Holy Elk Lafferty. And she was incredibly strong throughout that entire movement. So being able to share not just stories, but ceremony with these women on their lands and and bring the, the vai from Poli'ahu, the snow, to the Cannonball River was so deeply and still is is the medicine of what these movements do. You know, connecting to our own, you know, cousins, brothers and sisters of Polynesia of Oceania, you know, and meeting up with people that have been standing up in Aotearoa. People like Nahuya Murphy, who's a dear sister of mine, and, and Nina Kay, who have been so, so deeply just moved to to speak up from from their mana motuhake, from their space of Maori, has inspired me deeply. And to you, Winona LaDuke, you know, connecting with her and her her fight for the rights of water, just incredible. Chief kaline Sisk of the Winnebago Wintu Tribe a mentor of mine and a dear auntie of mine who has been showing up and standing up for their indigenous salmon, who is their Aumakua, their ancestral connection back to the Winamum River. It's the women that have this kind of strength that you cannot teach. It's something that is in them, that remind me so much of the strength that I see in the women of the Mauna. And Noi Noi and Auntie Pua Kanahele and my mother, you know, like we recognize that because these women have lived and have loved and have learned from what it means to, to stand up for something that is so much bigger than us and for the purpose of standing up so that the next seven generations will have water. We'll have land to live on. We'll have clean and healthy food. It's that mana that I'm so deeply honored to have been able to even be in the presence of. It's that that continues to just deeply and profoundly inspire me. Yeah.
1: I'm feeling it for sure. Yeah. And every time I hear you sing, you know, the emotions that swell within me... uh, can't really be described for example your your latest uh album that came out Kukia I mauna, together we rise um you know I'm, I'm listening to you talk about all of these inspirational people as well as inspirational um entities like the mauna but mostly i, I hear a lot of a lot about women mm-hmm. and um you know i know you came out with a song uh, Manavahine. Please share with me, like, uh, how how did that come to be? Was that a direct connection to the women that were so inspirational for you?
0: Absolutely. Um, I brought up Nahuya Murphy, who is one of the most incredible, incredible people that I've ever gotten to know. Her mind, her heart, her womb is so connected to Papatuganuku, to Mother Earth, in a way that is so old and she's she's still young you know and she's she's just a you know a few years older than me, but her soul is so so old and she is a woman that knows who she is. And she wrote this book, and I, I hope that people will go and, and look this book up. Te awa tua. She just actually came up with with one more. Uh, Te awa tua is uh, a book about our our blood as women, our sacred blood that we we you know shed every month so that we can have children. It's a it's a sacred sacred process of being vahine. And she is helping to return that that very knowing to this world after you know colonization. There's so much that has been said about women and our blood and our movement in the world. And so she um, she wrote in this book, you know, she used words like protectress, and and that really I felt it. I felt that word in my body, protectress. You know giving light and giving movement into these words to embrace the divine feminine. And after reading some of this book and really connecting to my own body and my own power as a a woman, a woman who has, you know, the mana to give birth, to give life, you know, starting to, I was in my 20s and I was starting to really feel the immensity of that and the sacredness in that and she really helped to to guide me in my own return back to connecting to my womb. And it was the first time that I heard the words Manawahine. And and those words have been a healer for me in my life. You know, like we live in a world where women are not treated equally. And it's been like that for hundreds of years. And we are returning now in a space of true knowing of who we are and and our own worth and, and the depth of that and the sacredness in that. And I use that word so much because sacred means that can give life and women give life. And I wanted to write this song to honor that truth and to honor that knowing and to honor all of the women in my lineage thousands and thousands of women who passed down their stories and it's now in, you know, encoded in my DNA, in my cells in the very marrow of my bones in the way that you know, my eyes open and my smile comes across my face we all have that from women that have passed that down through the ages to us and so I wanted to be able to hold a, a space of um, support and, and compassion and care for every single woman on that journey of reclaiming their own power. And so it's uh, one of the only songs where I have every single expression that I know um, through spoken word, through chant, and through song, all in one, one song. And... You know, it, it says, you know, we shall sing into your wounds and and pray you back to might and, and lift you to the light. And so I sing that for for my own journey as a woman and my own personal hardships. It's not easy being a woman and especially a brown woman in this time. But my mom always says it is such a blessing to be born in in this world at this time to see the shift in that. And so it's a dedication to the divine, our our innate connection back down to Papa Moku, to Haumea, to the goddess forms, and to all of the stories of resilience that women have shared with me. And I and I hope that you know when they when they hear this song, they can hear the the love and the and the respect and the reverence that I have for their beingness. And so in that music video, you'll see, uh, towards the end of the music video, thousands of, or hundreds of women, really. I think that we might have gotten at least 700 women, but thousands with our kupuna, right? On the ala kupuna, on the pathway to the mauna, um, lifting up their hands in the i mauna symbol for mauna kea. And it was really also an honor of the manavahine line that came and stood in front of the kupuna after the kupuna's arrest. They stood in front of the remaining kupuna. We all were linked arm in arm. And I wanted to really honor all of those who came fiercely out into that space with so much strength and also so much gentleness and grace. And we as women on the Mauna, we just sang. And we chanted and we cried. And on that day, the police left. And they turned around, just like they did in 2015, when the Mana line was holding strong on the Mauna. And so I also wanted to honor that.
1: Wow, I'm getting chicken skin just listening to you. Um, I was witnessed through social media mm-hmm. at that exact moment. Yeah. And... Uh, i agree the energy that you folks were feeling at that moment was felt through the screen as Mm -hmm. weird as that may sound it's it's not because it is real and the the feeling that i got was so overwhelming and so i understand you know where this is coming from Mm. um you know that made
0: me a little (laughs) teary-eyed
1: yeah um it's it's heavy you know, it's it's very comforting for us to be able to share these mm-hmm. views and these perspectives in a safe place.
0: Absolutely. You
1: know, a space where our people and other indigenous peoples have been silenced for so long Mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing it with Native Stories and um, I would like you if you could please Mm. um, maybe words of advice to other Mm. aspiring musicians or even uh, maybe even more importantly uh, advocates for the things we believe in.
0: Mm You know, for every single person that feels called and led to show up and stand up and speak up, whether it is through your artistry or through your writing or through just your voice and speaking your truth and your knowledge, you know, from my heart to yours, continue. Find all of the pathways that feel good to you to express what you feel, express your, your intention and your alignment to all of these, these very real, real things happening in the world. Whatever moves you, share it because we have this voice. This voice is ours, our own. And it's that one thing that nobody can take away from you. We're born with this kino, this body, and out from the air that we breathe in and from this n'ao that we have, our voice is unique and it comes up unique just like a fingerprint. Nobody is the same. And so people throughout all time and space have fought for freedom to have free will and free, free expression. And we live in a world right now where we can do that. And so use your voice in the way that you feel called to. A way that will bring change in your, your space, in your life, and that will inspire change around you. Because change we must, like Nana Viri says, shift we must elevate and expand we must and so find your way and manifest the way that you you feel called to share musicians, artists, there's so many different ways to share our, our music now, so many different platforms so if you feel scared or you're, you're feeling intimidated or feeling small you know Wash all of that off. Wash it off because you're not small and your voice matters. Your songs matter. Your thoughts, your energy, it all matters. and It all has a medicine to it that is your own. And so may you sing, may you chant, may you dance, may you speak. And blessings, you know, in uh, in your journey and on your way.
1: Oh, Havane, can't express my gratitude more for sharing your time and your music. Uh,
0: reflections, thank you so much for having me here. And mahalo Nui to Native Voices. I'm just so, so grateful to have been able to connect and to share. Mahalo.
1: And before I go, um, can you share with me, please, where can we get more of your music or our hands on your video?
0: Okay, so you can get my album, "Kukia Imona e Together You Rise on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Deezer. Uh, and you can also get the hard copy on Havanirios.com. And then for the Manabahina music video, it's on my Instagram, which is at Havane Music and it's also on YouTube so just search Manawahine Havane Rios and thank you so much again for your support Um, my music it's Aloha Aina music it really is something I'm so grateful for so mahalo piha beautiful and to all of you
1: who have tuned in thank you again this week's Native Stories Aloha
0: Aloha Thank you for listening to us on Native Stories. Navigate through location-based stories on our Native Stories mobile app. You can find it on Apple and Android stores under Native Stories. Go check them out and leave a review and tell your family and friends. If you have a story you would like us to tell or want to sponsor a future podcast,
1: location, story, or walking tour, please email us at info at nativestories.org.
0: Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook under username our Native Stories.